Live from Western Kentucky University, capital of the Hilltopper Nation. Whether it's in the locker room or on the field, behind the clipboard or on the court, home or away, we've got you covered. Get ready to enter the Red Zone, your destination for all things sports, right here on Revolution 91.7. Welcome everyone to Red Zone Radio on this March 17th, 2019 Sunday night, and it is St. Patrick's Day, so uh, happy uh, St. Patrick's Day to all you Irish out there. Uh, we got a jam-packed show for you all today. No, nobody's nobody's wearing green. You are. You're wearing I'm green. I'm wearing green. Well, I'm, I'm, I not, guess, I'm not pinching anybody. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I guess in middle can, school. I guess you can pinch, pinch all of us. Wear green. I think there's a, all of wear green. I think there's a more important day, though. I think it's Selection uh, Sunday. It is also Selection Sunday, the most magical day of the year, no doubt. Um, we're going to get into all that. Uh, John, you uh, went to Frisco, Texas. Uh, h- how was it overall? Fantastic experience. Very disappointed to see both the men and the women eventually fall out, but it was awesome to see up close and personal WKU take on Old Dominion for that CUSA title, even though they fell short. Yeah, and it's a high-octane game there because I went last year, and you know everything is on the line. NCAA tournament game is on the line. Um, like It's just so emotional because – Every team wants to make the big dance. Mm-hmm. That, that That's literally the goal every single year for every single team, just make that big dance. And it's it's always disappointing for the team that doesn't make it because, like, you know, there are no more games. It's, it, I mean, you might go to the NIT, but, you know, uh, besides that, there are no more games. It's disappointing in for WKU to a disappointing season. We'll get into that. Um, Matthew, how, how are you on the Selection Sunday? Oh, I'm always happy on Selection Sunday. Yeah, especially when your duckies get in. My Oregon Ducks are oh, Pac-12 champions. I'm going to be honest, I did not see that coming, uh, but they did a phenomenal job in the Pac-12 tournament this didn't, weekend. Didn't they beat Washington by, like, what, like 20 points or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was like, I was watching the end of that game, like, yeah, Oregon's definitely going to win. Matthew must be really happy right I now. I was very excited Saturday night. All right, so let's get into it. WKU fell in the Conference USA Championship 62-56. to That is after, of course, they beat North Texas 67-51 in a good game uh, by WKU and uh, Southern Miss 70-59. Two good performances, but, uh, you know, kind of lackluster offense in both of those. Only scored uh, 70 in one of those games, and that kind of translated into Saturday where they fell to Old Dominion 62-56. to um, Overall offense was putrid. Uh, they had four... Shot clock violations in the first half. I tell you what, and there was absolutely nothing doing on any part of that offense during that game. Uh, turnovers, there's n- never really a sense of identity um, on what they want to do. John, just uh, kind of uh, give me your breakdown of the game. I say really watching the game, the only player that I felt like was really bringing the energy throughout the entire game was Josh Anderson. He had a reverse slam pretty early on. He, he just had that sense of urgency that the rest of the team was lacking Tavion Hollingsworth didn't play very well at all. I think he was like two for ten, something like that. Two for ten, yeah. Missed several free throws. Him and Bearden were two for ten. Yeah, I mean that's unacceptable from either one of your guards. And I think like it kind of just, I think this has been a focal point for WKU all season. Is you know, here there was five guys that played at least thirty-four minutes. You didn't get more than five minutes from anyone off the bench. So basically, your starting five played pretty much the entire game, and. There just wasn't ever really like a clear understanding of what they wanted to do on offense. John, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think anyone brought the energy in this game. Uh, Josh <laughs> Anderson, I know he had two great dunks, but that was about all I he did. What, he also missed. Saturday he also night. missed a dunk. He, and he also, also missed, missed a dunk. A dunk uh, but he went three for eleven. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen points isn't bad, uh, but still three for eleven. Uh, Tavion Hollingsworth was the biggest disappointment in this game. He is too good of a player, too good of a scorer to go two for ten in a championship championship game to go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, Hollingsworth, to be honest with you, we could say this was a sophomore slump from oh, Tavion sure. Hollingsworth. Yeah, definitely. And also, we were talking about this earlier the bench. We didn't see hardly any production from the bench in this championship game. We, I mean, we saw Jake Omer come and go Awful, one for all one. season. She, all hey, season long. Hey, hold on, though. All, all little season benefit long. of the doubt, though. I, don't, I have a little issue with why Rick Stansberry didn't play him just a little bit longer, give him a little bit more time in this game because he went one for one from the three-point line. He didn't get a chance to shoot any more this game. The rest of the team was not shooting well either. Give somebody who's listed as a shooter another opportunity to bring your team back in this game because if somebody can hit him, whether he was going to or not, give him the opportunity. If somebody can, that can make the difference. I do see where you're coming from, but Jake Omer 
didn't deserve to be given that chance because what he has That's shown fair. over the course of the season. Also, um, Delano Banton. He had, he didn't play Harley at all in the tournament at all. He's just like disappeared. Has so disappeared. Did he not started? Did he not start the game at Arkansas where they beat Arkansas on the road? A quality team. I mean, you know, I. I it's it's clear there for this team to go where they wanted to go. Lamonte Bearden's got to be a starting point guard. As he yeah. played pretty much great uh, since he took that rollover. But I mean, Delano Banton, I wasn't the biggest fan of his play this year. I thought he was kind of limited. But like, I think he should have got got a little run whatsoever. I mean, just overall no bench. And coming into the season, we thought this was going to be a strength for this team was going to be the depth. You know, because you had earlier in the season you had um, uh, Deshaun Murray being able to come off the bench, and it just it. It feel it feels like they ran out of gas after three playing three games three days. Well, now now going into next year, you're losing Monte Bearden. You're going to have a a vacant point guard spot. Who's it going to be? Are you going to start Tavion Hollingsworth back at the point again? Or are you going to move Delano Banton back up? And if you are, why wasn't Delano Banton getting any more experience this past week? And the big question for everyone on their mind is why don't they feed the post? Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, Bassey was the leading scorer in the championship game, but that was very uh, – what's the word? Like, you, you wouldn't be able to – like, you might see the points and be like, okay, yeah, they, they maybe gave Bassey uh, a little more opportunity than usual, but he wasn't dominant down low. He was getting destroyed by the Old Dominion players. Uh, I think Albert Robinson was his name down low for them. And he just didn't look like he had the assertiveness that he needed – to be able to show that he was the best player, most athletic, NBA-ready player on the floor. Well, I think that had a lot to do in Old Dominion's game plan was to not let Charles Bassey beat us and let the other players do that. And it worked yep. because, like we've been saying, they, we, Western Kentucky shot the ball horrendous in that championship game. I just think overall it is inexcusable for – He's our best player, correct? Yes. Charles, that, 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 Charles Bassey. An that's, overall that's talent. An overall raw talent, yes. That's not debatable. He can't have the least amount of shots of your starting five. He no. just can't. Unless you're Kentucky with Anthony Davis in 2012 where you had other guys like uh, Deron Lamb and Michael K. Gilchrist, he can't take your least amount of shots. He had seven shots, and, I mean, Jared Savage, Hollingsworth, Bearden, and Anderson all had more than that. I just think that's inexcusable. I think the offense clearly was stagnant. For pretty much the entire game. They couldn't get anything going. Uh, I couldn't tell you how many times they just ran in, threw something up just because they had to at the end of the shot clock. And you can't tell me that Bassey couldn't have got a couple touches down on the block during those possessions. I just, no. I find that, you know, I love Rick Stansberry. I just find that bad coaching. And Tori, I, I want to, sorry, Harrison, were you saying something? Oh, no, I was just going to say, too, that I think, like, definitely when, like, next season comes around or if they make it to the NIT tournament, what the two things that they need to work on are the three-point, Shots, which they definitely struggled with, and also the, the three, the three point, and also the free, the the free throws too. Like, how many did they miss? Like four in a row or something like that. I think if if they made the three free throws, we would have led by like three points or so. But they didn't make any of them. Well, that, that's what really got their offense going, if it got going at all. Sixteen of twenty-four from the free throw line to Old Dominion's uh, nine of nine. But like you said, Harrison, there were a couple times down the stretch where you know they had a chance to cut to a two three point game. Yeah, and yeah. The, and they missed the front ends. But uh, overall, Matthew, what were you going to say? What really – I mean, this season was a huge disappointment because at the beginning of this season, we were projected to finish first in Conference USA, had better talent than last year's team, and I feel like last year's team did better than this team. For sure. And we were talking about this team being ranked after the second week of the season. And we're sitting here debating whether they'll get an NIT spot or not. I, I think they'll get an eight seed in the NIT tournament. Mm -hmm. But just incredibly disappointing season. Just too much too much talent for them to have a bad season like Yeah, for those of you who like don't know, this. the NIT selection show will be here in about 22 minutes. It's supposed to be at 7.30 on ESPNU, so you can tune into that and us at the same time. You can have both on you can have us as background noise as you watch them build a bracket uh john what were you gonna say 
I, I don't know, honestly, after you started talking, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry, it wasn't – Western Kentucky didn't have a bad season this Here's year. what I was going to say. They the, just underperformed. The biggest difference, and we've talked about this before, the cohesiveness of last year's team led by Justin Johnson was is what made the difference. This year you come into the season, you have people getting in trouble. You have DUIs. You have Merrick Nelson getting hurt and getting in trouble. You have Deshaun Murray getting in trouble. You have and those, leaving the program. You have those background issues that are causing so many – so many extra problems that you don't need that it it turns what should be the headline of the team being good and the headlines turn into the problem and that and that really hurts when you get a grad transfer coming from an sec school who played really well at auburn to leave the program when he got in trouble that's that's awful it's low that's awful it's low yeah other players got trouble after him that Overall, disappointing into a disappointing season. I think John hit on it the best right then. Is you know a lot of coe is you know a lot of cohesiveness problems. Um, a lot of continuity. You know, Stansbury talks about continuity all the time, and just not a lot of it this season. A lot of uh, you know when you when you have to deal with stuff off the court. John Capri says all the time, you can have one knucklehead, you can't have two, three, four, mm-hmm. because then they just play off each other and problems occur. And so I think that's really what happened this year. Also. Going back just to the game itself, Xavier Green made plays down the stretch, and WK had no answer for it. Yeah, definitely. There was a point, I think it was late in the second half, where Xavier Green hit a three from the corner, and that was pretty much everyone knew at that point that that was the dagger. And whenever Old Dominion's or anybody's hitting threes like that, and you know WK you can't, I mean, what more can you do than just sit back and just watch it happen? Because there's not a single person on that team who you can look at and say they're going to consistently hit a three for us. And that's been a problem all season. For Western Kentucky is the inability to stop an opposing team's best score. Uh, we oh, saw yeah. it with Javon Jack. I mean, we've seen it all season, and here's another example of it in the championship game with Xavier Green. Last year's championship game with John Elmore. He buried us alone. Like It was John Elmore that beat Western Kentucky in the conference. Well, side note, year. fun fact, not really, actually it's a little unfun fact. John Elmore, after they lost their tournament game, we found out that he was only 20 points away from breaking Marshall's school record for being the mo- like the leading scorer all time there, but because they, unless they accept like a CBI bid, he's not going to have a chance to do that. C- CBI, I-, I was getting ready to ask on that. So if you take that, it'll still count. Yeah, I know, but like, doesn't like there's a rule if you take CBI that you can't play in the NCAA tournament or something like that? Like the following year or something yes. like that. Maybe I made that up. I've never. I mean, if that is a thing, I've never heard of it. It's a possibly. Uh, it's a possibility. I just made that up, so I don't. I don't. Know. I, don't really <laughs> I, I could search that question. What, what was it? Um, look up if you take in a CBI bid, if you can play in the NCAA tournament. Why? Let's let's year. think about that. Even if, if that is a thing, why would the NCAA make that a rule? I don't know. Maybe it isn't even even a rule. I just for some reason I had that in my head. But yeah, probably no NIT berth for this WKU team. I Which mean, I don't understand though. They have 20 wins. They have some good victories, including Wisconsin and St. Mary's, who are both tournament teams. And at Arkansas. Yeah, and, and whether Arkansas, they're a middle-pack SEC team. What's so different about last year's team? I mean, obviously, the personnel is a little bit different, and the way they play together is a little bit different. But in terms of the overall body of work, what's so different about this team that they can't get in any of these NIT projections? I've not really looked at NIT projections a whole lot, I guess, any, anywhere you search, though, there's nothing about Western Kentucky. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why that is. Um, uh, I would say the the bad losses hurt the most, like Indiana, Indiana State, Indiana State, and um, Missouri State, Missouri State games like Troy. that. Troy, yeah. games like that. If it was me, I would say, you know, just the volume of losses is the reason for for that. But I don't really know. I guess we will see in about 17 minutes. That's when that uh, that. Uh, NIT selection show will tip off and uh, so we're going to take a break and when we come back we're going to talk about the women's tournament down in Frisco, Texas and old WKU baseball, they swept UAB this week including two walk-offs so uh, stay with us on Revolution 91.7 Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the red zone right here on Revolution 91.7 Welcome back to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7 uh, we're here talking about uh, WK basketball's uh, Conference USA championship loss as they fell to Old Dominion 62 to 56, and uh, overall just a disappointing end to a disappointing season. Uh, high hopes for this team coming in, uh, as well as the WK women. They fell to uh, Rice uh, on Friday, 
64 to 57. Rice is a 24th ranked team in the country. Uh, ladies fell. They shot 28% from three point line and uh, uh, allowed a uh, little a girl for um, Rice score uh, 23 points and 12 rebounds. Oh, how do you say that name? It's Erica Ogumike. 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 She lit us up at 23 and 12 for Ross. Conference uh, play of the year. Yeah. John, uh, what did you see in in this tournament? I'd say with those, it was very interesting that game because, yeah, we lost by seven, and that was way better than our first performance against them back in the regular season. But in that first half, I know we we shot awful overall from the three-point line, but in the second quarter specifically, we drilled five three-pointers. And we were up, I think, by five or six at some point in that game. And things were were going not as expected and rice was on their heels and things were like oh my goodness wk may have a shot at this but down the stretch like you said earlier erico gumike nancy mulkey they asserted their dominance i tell you what that nancy mulkey is she's not human in the sense that i have never seen a woman that tall and just maybe we're just that small as that for the lady toppers that small but there's nobody stopping her down low. I don't understand why she can't get the ball more than she does. So, there you go. <laughs> that, that's, that's what went on for the Lady Toppers against Rice. Yeah, I was, uh, I was very pleased at, uh, in what I saw in WKU women's basketball and the Conference USA tournament this week. Um, Whitney Creech impressed oh, me. Outstanding performance in the first game. She, she is... One of the main reasons why Western was playing well so here late in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, 16 points, 10 rebounds. And she almost had a triple-double. What's her, th- what's her third set? I guess probably assists, I think. Uh, I don't have the assists pulled up, but Either still. way, I think she had like eight in, or nine assists. She fr- was close to having a triple-double against Old Dominion. Let's see. I got it right here. She had... Um, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. 6 assists. So, I mean, 4 assists off, but that's impressive from somebody of her stature. In 39 minutes. Yeah. So And, and Whitney Creech. She is definitely I mean, she the hardest scoring. Maybe, averaging maybe 3 points per game. I mean, for most of the season. Well, the difference is that she realized in this tournament that when players like D. Givens weren't able to step up like they normally are, someone else has got to fill in that role, and that's exactly what she did against Old Dominion. And, you know, Renina Meljadale had um, had 20 and 15 in that first game as well. For oh, sure. Um, and Greg Collins' first season as a head coach, overall, overall, I mean, pretty good. I say with what with what they were working with, I think it was fine. They they met their projection where they were supposed to end up, right? Yeah, I think he did well. I yeah, did I, well. I, I think he did too. And it, it's always tough to uh, lose Michelle Clark Hurd. I mean, she had led this program to a lot of different heights, and so um, that. You know, I think overall he did he did a pretty well, good job in his first season. Um, WK baseball swept UAB this weekend, including two walk offs, and uh, they started conference play three and zero. Caden, you are the WK Herald beat writer. What did you see this weekend? Yeah, man. Hey, they they ended their losing streak. You know, they on last week they got smacked by Kentucky fifteen to zero. I don't think anybody really expected it to be that bad. But the fact that they came back from that this weekend and swept, you know, their first series in conference play, I thought it showed, like, how resilient and how resilient the team is and, like, showed their composure uh, getting ready to go for the rest of the season. Kane, uh, Kane, what what did you see? Because during that seven-game losing streak, I would say the big reason why they were on that losing streak was the pitching. I mean, they were giving up – so many runs and they were able to limit to UAB uh, to four runs on Friday, five on Saturday and then three today. What's What's been the difference? Man, Colin Lawler in the uh, second game uh, UAB hit they had four runs in the first inning, and then Colin Lawler came in for six innings and only gave up one run while, you know, Western was making the comeback. So the pitching you know, stepped up this weekend after giving up three straight games of 10 plus runs to Memphis and Kentucky, you know, they came back and showed like how, how their progression is going this season. Uh, Jake Sanford, man, man, that dude can hit. I mean, he's had, he, had, I mean, he's had, he had home runs in two, in two of the three games. Uh, he had, I think five RBIs total and uh, scored himself three times. So he stepped up big time. David Sims had a great series. Uh, so it was just a great hitting overall and great pitching overall for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, WKU will host Austin P on Tuesday. 
um, at five o'clock, and then they will travel to FIU uh, this weekend for a three-game series with the uh, Golden Panthers. Uh, I, that's what they are, right? Yes. Go. They, they either are still the Golden Panthers, or they used to be the Golden. I think FIU? they might just be the. I think they might yeah. just be the Panthers now. Hold on. It's one of those things where they're like, we gotta, we gotta make this a little more simpler. They used to be the Golden Panthers. They switched it, I believe, last year just to the Panthers. Well. Golden Panthers, Panthers, Black You're, Panthers. Let's make it the Silver Pink Panthers. It's just Panthers now. John was right. It's just the Panthers now. That's right. the golden part out. Well, WK will go down to play the Panthers on uh, <laughs> the, the regular weekend. Panthers. Uh, yeah, this is just the Panthers, not the Golden Panthers. Uh, this weekend uh, for three-game set, trying to extend that uh, Conference USA uh, winning streak to start the season. Uh, guys, going back to uh, WK basketball for a little bit, um, looking forward to next year. We, we were talking during the break what, what we think Bassey will do. What, uh, that, that's obviously the big question moving forward for next year. What, what, are, what are your thoughts? In my opinion, Bassey needs to stay, and the, and the only reason I would say otherwise is if they knew that his draft stock would fall immensely. But obviously that can change throughout the season regardless. I think Bassey would benefit from a second year. Uh, I don't want to say necessarily for a third year, but I think he'll definitely be able to grow as a player if he stays one more season. If Bassey isn't drafted in the first round, I say he stays and uh, tries to improve his draft stock by bettering his craft a little bit. Um, I know he's been working on that three-point jump shot, Mm -hmm. and it has been coming along over the season. So if he can really get good at shooting the three, plus already his amazing post game, he can work himself to a first round pick i actually think uh he if i think he's projected early second and i think he'll go but if he ends up staying he needs to work on his post game because you, he's relied on being taller and stronger than everybody else and he needs an actual post move because we saw last night that he when there was a guy that was 7-1 and he it seemed like he locked him up most of the game i know the stats don't show it like that but like it, he got overpowered in that game i tell you what's interesting is um you know what y'all my my mind just went blank again. Help, help me out here. Well, okay, just, so uh, going I'm on? on tankathon.com, tankathon. which, which is a tankathon. pretty yeah, it's a pretty good um, it's a pretty good NBA draft uh, projection thing. Uh, um, tankathon for teams tanking. And <laughs> shout out to my Lakers. <laughs> yeah, the Lakers. They're probably gonna have their one pick. They lost to a team that is actively trying to lose, the New York Knicks. So congrats to the Lakers. Um, so. Bassey right now is on Tankathon. I don't know if you want to put stock into this or not. I put stock into it. But on their big board, he's 39th, and the mock draft has him going 34th Philadelphia. If that's the case, he's going, I think. If he's a late second round, if he's a, if he's a late first round, early second round pick, I think he's going to go. What's good about the NBA today, and this is what I was going to say earlier, is that they have the option to test the draft waters and get that feedback yes, that, that they weren't able to get in the past. So maybe the answer will be more clear here in a few months. I'm sure he will declare because you can do that. And so we probably won't get our for sure answer until, what is it, when's the deadline? May, April? It's sometime in May. Beginning of May probably? Yes, it's okay. sometime in May. So, I mean, we probably won't know for, for a while. Yeah, don't freak out when Bassey declares for the draft because unless he's signing with an agent, He's just testing the waters mm-hmm. to get feedback, kind of like what uh, P.J. Washington and some other guys have done. And uh, you may even year. see some other WKU players do it. Just for yeah, well, Lamonte Bearden did it last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, don't freak out if that happens. Overall, if I had to guess today, I don't have any inside sources or anything. I would just say I think he probably goes. Should that be a poll question for our Twitter? If we think let's that, do that. If, Put it on uh, the poll. Do, if, uh, yeah, I got you. If Bess, do you guys think that Bessie will go? Will enter the draft, or do you think he will stay another year at WKU? I'll tweet that out and uh, let us know what you got. Yeah, think. let's and, do that. And Bessie's really the only guy I think that would have a nis- necessarily a genuine chance. shot yeah. of leaving. I mean, I think Tavion. I think he would like to bounce. I think he would like to make the jump. I just don't think he can. I yet. think he knows that he had a disappointing season that he's got a lot to make up next year. He's going to be a good four-year player that could possibly get drafted after his fourth year. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that, uh, that Tavion doesn't like WKU and wants to leave WKU. I, just think, I think he probably wants to make that jump to the NBA. I just don't necessarily think he's quite ready yet. Um, but honestly, if the only loss you incur is uh, – is Lamonte Bearden, you're bringing back a heck of a squad next year and, again, might be the uh, Conference USA favorites. If not, I guess we'll see. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time, guys, to break down that NCAA tournament bracket. And uh, we will be playing a uh, NCAA tournament bracket game, so uh, you want to tune into that. Uh, you're listening to Revolution on Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. 
Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Who got a little bit of a, that CBS music? Da, 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 oh, da, yeah, that'd be da, nice da, Golly, man, that gives me chills. That just puts a smile on my face every March. Um, so, guys, the NCAA tournament bracket is out. Sadly, WKU was not included in it, as we all figured. Um... If, uh, first off, has everybody got a chance to look at the bracket? It came about an hour and a yes. half ago or so. A little bit. Shout out to you, Tori, for putting like 16 copies before <laughs> Ryan, the show. Ryan, Ryan <laughs> said a little bit when he's filled out four brackets already. Six now. Six now. Six. Yeah, I will, I will get a little bit. I think Tennessee plays I filled out. Eight, I, think. I haven't even filled out mine yet. I eight think I need to do my research a little bit more. But let's get it. Yeah, yeah. It's bracket time. It's uh, March Madness. Looking Looking just at the bracket, my early observation is Michigan, Michigan State got the shaft. Um, they got uh, you, you win your conference tournament, and you have to play Duke in your in your region. So Michigan State, they beat Michigan three times, including today in the Big Ten Championship. They are the Big Ten champions, regular season and tournament. And for some reason, that gives you Duke in your region. I, I, I don't Michigan get that gets Gonzaga. Um, this, yeah, Michigan gets Gonzaga. This brings back the point where they should go on an S-curve, where basically what we're going to do in a minute when we draft teams, they should go like serpentine. Like the first team should get the last two seed. So the number That's eight fair. team. Yeah, right. like like I don't get what I don't get what's so hard about that. But I'm not on the bracket committee. I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, also looking at guys, just like uh, who do you think got a favorable favorable draw? Who do you who has a tough bracket? What do y'all think? I I honestly believe in my whole heart that Kentucky has a favorable bracket on their side of the bracket because North Carolina will have to play teams like Utah State, Auburn maybe, and they got Kansas on that side of the bracket. So when you look at Kentucky's side, all you see is really Iowa State, a possible rematch with Seton Hall, and then Iowa State and Houston would have to take one of each other out. So Yeah, I think um, I think Houston's probably a good three for them, but Seton Hall and Wofford will be no cakewalk. Oh, I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are going to be tough games for them. But, you know, North Carolina kind of got screwed a little bit too because if they make – if North Carolina and Kansas makes it to the um, uh, Sweet 16, North Carolina will have to play Kansas in Kansas City. I mean, that could be a basic home game. How did game. that happen? <laughs> Again, ask the selection committee. Um, uh, Tennessee will also – second-round game, if things hold up, they will, they would – play Cincinnati in Columbus so that'll be a tough game for Tennessee as well but overall I think Tennessee got a really favorable draw I think Tennessee's playing uh the place that uh invented Colgate toothpaste honestly <laughs> that's what I thought of when I saw their opponent <laughs> yeah maybe uh, yeah Colgate go Colgate yeah, something like that I think yeah. Cincinnati got about yeah. the same that Michigan State did they should have been way higher yeah Cincinnati did uh, and um probably Auburn because Auburn won that absolutely smacked Tennessee today and got a five seed. Matthew, you were going to say something? I think uh, Virginia got a real favorable they draw. Did. Virginia got a really good bracket. Um, looking at the South region, South region, I think they can beat any one of those teams by a good margin. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think Tennessee will they be won't. I don't tough. see them really having a really tough matchup unless they have to play Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I mean – the highest seed they'll have to play before getting to the lead eight would be Kansas State. And Kansas State has their best player that's injured. I can see Virginia beating Kansas State by double digits. And they don't have to play UMBC this year. I think that would <laughs> have been tough for them. Um, One thing, I don't think there's really a, a specific region that stands out as, like, the gauntlet region this year. There are usually one or two of those. I think they did a pretty good job at spreading the wealth. Maybe some teams got a little shaftier than others. But I think overall they did a good job at making it pretty even on the way to the final. I mean, Duke really kind of has it easy until they have to play Virginia Tech again. I, I actually disagree. I think Duke probably got one of the harder brackets. I think uh, VCU and UCF will create problems for them. VCU is a top five defense in the country. UCF, has, uh, as we all know, seven foot eight million uh, taco fall. <laughs> um, yeah, Virginia Tech beat them earlier this season. And then you got Michigan State. And, and, LSU. and LSU who could – create some matchup problems for them um, one team i was really excited to see get in was belmont yeah i, I like belmont too the, the south there in nashville um i'm glad they got in over somebody like i'm sorry indiana trust me <laughs> I, no, I, I, no. when i saw indiana as first four out i was surprised because yeah. as soon as they lost ohio state i had them written off immediately i had no chance i know indiana's just 
garbage. They're yeah, garbage. They're trash. Trash. the worst. As a Florida fan, I'm ha both happy and surprised that they made it in the bracket. I don't think they're going to get They're going to lose to Nevada. Nevada. No, they're, yeah. they're losing to Nevada. I don't think they Just will. saying that right now. I think they're going to make it to Sweet okay. 16. No, yeah, Nevada. I, I think they'll, I think they'll beat Nevada. I don't think they're going to beat Michigan or... I, if, I think Michigan's going to beat Montana, but I don't think they're going to get any farther. I think Michigan's going to beat them. Uh, Florida is playing really well right now. And yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they were a slap wrist away from going to the SEC championship game. Yeah, we, we did beat LSU, but then Auburn just got the, to the better of us during that during that game, but it's, it is it is what it is. Um, watch watch out for those Auburn Tigers. I know. It. They're they're hot. They are hot. Um, they are three on number one, Three number one seats from the ACC. I kind of tend to disagree with that. I think Tennessee should have gotten a number one seat over North Carolina. Um, what do y'all think? I think if they would have won, they should have. But uh, that, that, that yeah, I actually lost a lot. That's my bad. I forgot. Uh, that that I, pretty I, much took them out. out. Um, but, but I mean, also like Michigan State, they were a conference uh, tournament winner. I think that they also lost to Indiana. Didn't they twice, lose to so. Indiana? Yeah. They should have been. They should have been the number one seed instead of North Carolina. I think. And plus, Michigan State had to deal with some injuries uh, this year, but they beat Michigan three times. So, all right. So. Time for our bracket game. Uh, I stole this from our former host, Sam Gormley. Uh, so what we're going to do is um, uh, we're gonna, each gonna, of us are going to draft five teams who we want in this NCAA tournament, who we think is going to go the farthest. Um, the draft order goes Tory, John, Harrison, Caden, Matthew, and Ryan. And Imagine be, that. I know it. Uh, <laughs> snake. Uh, I have a little. Tori Tori said he says he randomly. I did. No, uh, I got it. I, I did, no, did I did a draft. draft I did a random draft. In the okay, first one, just I explain did, the game, Tori. The first one I did. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> someone paid me, or I paid someone to get the first. Um, so the champion will get seven points. Runner-up six points. Final four five points. On from there. So everybody pretty much get the gist of what's going on. Yes, sir. All right, let's get into it with the number one okay, pick. Okay, Tori, um, number one pick. I will take Colgate. I'm sorry, uh, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> the toothpaste wins. Yeah, I think Duke's best team in this as of now. So, John, you have second pick. I'm Tori, taking, is, there a, is there a pin over there? Do you have a, a, Is there an extra I pin have a somewhere? Pin. I don't know where another pin is. Okay. Can we just back and forth yeah, as yeah, I mark I'm, off teams? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm taking Michigan because I think they have a very favorable road. John, you have the you have the second overall pick, and you're going to take Michigan. That's a bad pick. Yo, whatever. <laughs> it don't, no, I don't want to hear it. That John, is a John's if like you're the on, if you're, if you're sitting here thinking that this draft is take all the one seats first, you're nuts. This hey is this is a case. I'm going to tell you. Pick. I'm going to tell everyone no, no, right no. now. Speaking nothing is a bad pick because Loyola Chicago yes. made it to the final <laughs> four last year. And speaking of Caleb Sweeney, I do believe Vermont's in this tournament, correct? Yes, they are. They play. Oh, I just had them. Where they go? They're they're playing Florida State. Yeah, they play Florida State. Harris, shout out Canamount. Harrison, you have third overall pick. You got. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Duke. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. I picked Duke. Shoot, you um, can never we can mind. Share them, but, with the, but no, thank you. Sorry, man. Sorry. Um, oh gosh. Eh, Just take Florida. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll go with Florida. I'll go. With Florida. <laughs> no, you're not doing that. No, take it, no. take it. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. He's gonna, he's gonna go Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yep. So the yeah, I like what I've seen from them. Is it my, my pick? Caden, you have the next. Y'all really left the national champions, the eventual national champions. Y'all left him on the board for me. Hit I'm it. picking the Kentucky Wildcats. Thank <laughs> you very much. Okay. Uh, oh my God. You know I'm a Kentucky fan, but I probably wouldn't go to them. Number one, Matthew. Who you got? I'm gonna take Virginia. Virginia, who has a pretty favorable bracket uh ryan you guys left me so i get two picks now yes ryan you oh, have the next two go. picks he's hype he's and hype. you left me with who i think is going to win it and then my dark horse team so i got, got north carolina as my first pick unc and the team i've been riding on for for three weeks now iowa state iowa state as your second pick yep i feel I, like you could have got them later on nope Okay. <laughs> I, I would have to – I can see what you're saying on that after uh, that game they played against Texas uh, – not uh, Kansas. Yeah, I do yeah, like I would say. Yeah, yeah. I just think yeah, probably like, yeah. later on. But, you know, I was about fine. to say Texas. Uh, Matthew, second pick. I'm going to go Duke. Are you pulling me right now? Was that – I'm going to take Zion just by himself. I just want Zion. Did anyone take the Zags? Yes. Yes, Harrison did. Harrison did. Okay. I'm sorry, boys. No, you're fine. A lot of twos. Go ahead and take a your lot duckies. Of twos, lot of twos. Quack, quack. Michigan State, Tennessee. Tennessee I'm going to go with Abilene Christian. Michigan State. That was going to be my next one. That's a good pick. Christian. <laughs> 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 uh, <Whole> game. <laughs> Some of the names on here. I'm going right. to go with Western Kentucky. All right, Caden, who you got? Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Good pick. 
who got beat by West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that <laughs> you, you are right. Harrison, who you got? Okay, so we've said Texas Tech. We've said Michigan State. Um, um, Belmont, North Carolina Central. Florida State's still on the board. I'm going to go with Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Caden. Gardner-Webb. Where's Florida State? Oh, there they are. John. Yeah, they play Vermont. You got the next pick? Yeah. I'm taking Kansas State. Boys, I'm so glad you left me with the eventual Final Four Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> oh, shoot. I, over- oh, I, 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 was, uh, I didn't even look at Tennessee. After getting blown out by 20, I think I'm fine with not picking them. I'm fine. I think they're tough. I think they'll be a tough out. All right. Um, Tori, your second pick? My Well, this is my third pick. Or, yeah. <sighs> hmm. Virginia Tech. Buffalo. Um, I'm going to take – no one took Kansas, right? Right. I'm going to take, take Kansas. John. Oh, shoot. It's starting okay. to get a little hairy. I'm going to go ahead and take a dark horse, and it's a pretty dark horse in <laughs> northern Kentucky. <laughs> NKU Norse. You're kidding me, right? Give me the Norse. They're this year's Loyola Chicago, I promise you. They're this year's first round exit. We're going to write that down. We're going to remember that. Alicia's listening right now. I know she's listening. This really is Caleb Sweeney. No, listen. Tyler Sharp. So, we basically, hey, guys, don't don't worry about John winning. Don't worry about his Is this like secondary? I cannot wait. five people now. Dang it, man. Northern was my next pick. Clayton Kershaw. Oh, gosh. Um... So we said Texas Tech. I know, Harrison. Yeah. Think about it hard. I, I know yeah, Northern got, Kentucky was on your radar. <laughs> no, absolutely not. How dare I you? I went with Northern Kentucky right then because I didn't have time to look. I'm trying to figure out if WK had gotten this NIT or you not. You could have picked like I'm, Villanova before you made nah, Northern Kentucky. Nah. NKU's can go further than Villanova. I think you could have got them a little later on, John. I'm it's all right. Y- y'all are pro- I'm probably going to get a ton <laughs> of crap Yeah, Harrison, you got Alicia just said NKU. What the heck? Shout out, Alicia. <laughs> Um, y'all, I'm probably gonna get crap on this too, but uh, give me. Uh, we said LSU yet? Anybody no, said? no, that's, okay, that's a good. Yeah, that's okay. a lot LSU. LSU. It's a Go lot better than yeah. NKU. I'll tell you that. Kershaw plays for the Cubs. I, I'm strategy wise. I, I'm picking a team from each bracket. Strategy wise. Okay, that's good. So I'm going to go with. Oh, this is kind of hard. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I like it. Oh, play. that's a much better pick than NKU. Well, they will <laughs> Y'all play. Y'all need to <laughs> lay low. They play Tennessee in Columbus, <laughs> which sorry, will be a tough John. game for them. <laughs> I'm sorry, so, John. Uh, Matthew, you got Virginia, Michigan I State. I am good. Okay, I have Virginia and Michigan State. I am going to go with Auburn. I like Lots it. of SEC teams I'm hearing here. I, actually, I like it. I actually it. really like that. Ryan, who you got? Uh, wait, you got two picks. Pick, so I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. Dang, I was okay. hoping they still be. I like that. And then uh, uh, I'll take Buffalo. I, like the oh, I think they're a dark that. horse, honestly. Nah, I already took the dark horse. The dark Norse. Just, the dark Norse. Just, just shut up. Bro. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matthew, you're, you're up. Man, next. if only I could turn off your mic. I'm going to go you with. You can. I'm going to go no, with. Well, now I turn off uh, Tori and Matthews, too. But anyway, go ahead. Buffalo. He just took Buffalo. <laughs> he just took Buffalo? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. You literally just. He just I was thinking that, too. I was hard concentration <laughs> in my bracket. Wow. Okay. Um. Marquette. Has anyone picked Marquette? No, no one has picked Marquette. Oh, my roommate loves you right now. They're all yours. Caden? Shoot, man. Okay. Can I choose Duke? <laughs> you can't, but you can take um you can take uh, Alex O'Connell. Right. You well, can't you can't choose Duke, Virginia, or NKU. <laughs> I'm going to go you know, uh let's just go with Liberty. I'm going with that five. Liberty seems to be Liberty. a pretty, um, pretty popular upset pick oh right my now. Gosh. I like it, Harrison. That's exactly why NKU is going to be the upset pick. No. Um. Okay. Is it one or two? Or, um. Hold on. There's Purdue still left as a three. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that too, or Kansas, but I think someone already said. Yeah, Kansas. I, I got Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna take Purdue, Harrison? Yeah, I'm gonna take Purdue, the Boilmakers. All right, John, uh, Northern Kentucky. I'm guessing your next pick is going to be UC Irvine. I'm taking the Ducks. Gardner Webb. Oh, just in spite of Matthew now. 
That that's kind of mean. But here, no, here's the thing though. You've already but, lost. No, here's, now you're just uh, no, no, now no, you're no, just no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I do have a reason for picking the Ducks. They are on a hot streak right now, and they can make a run. John, you chose two teams that might face each other in the second round. You know what you just did, right? You chose I, Kansas I gave State myself a guaranteed dub is what I did. <laughs> this is actually kind of amazing. I'm, I'm going to pay attention to no, uh, nothing but NKU now, just for, like, next time, for the next show, when we can just, that's all we can talk about. Someone already picked Texas Tech. Um... We we need to have Leroy's logos music playing right now. That'd be pretty. <laughs> um, I just have someone's a, picked Purdue, right? Give no. I just picked Purdue. Oh, I just picked Purdue. Purdue. I will take Houston. I was gonna say that's the last. That's another one I was eyeing. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Houston, and then give me. Do you have five already? This is will be my last pick. This is the last. This is the last round. This is the last round. So okay. get your uh, probably upset picks in now. It which is exactly why I'm going to go Belmont. Oh, that was mine. That's if they beat Tim. Oh, my goodness. Where is Belmont on the bracket? Yeah, yeah so what what happens if they get beat by Temple? I get zero points. You get zero I get, points. You, you get zero points if they lose in the, if, the first the only, round. The only time you get points is if they went, get the second round. So, John's okay. like so you don't – do you get a point if they beat Temple or no? No, I do not. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, John. Man, this, I'm going to go with Nevada. Dang, John. Why would you make a good pick? <laughs> <laughs> Harrison, who you got? Um, Murray State still there? Be a homer. Yeah, you took Murray State over, or you took NKU over Murray State. Why is NKU such a bad pick? (laughs) Name one player, John. Tyler Sharp. Oh my. I'm gonna look that up in a minute, but um, he went to my high school. That's why. Cool. Um. Syracuse is there. Yeah, give me Syracuse. Shut up. Why would you say that? Oh my god. <laughs> I need help on these guys. Sometimes. Syracuse is it's like a great tournament. Again, team. Harrison, you chose two teams that might face each other in the second round. Good well, pick. yes. Yes. All right, Kaden, who you got? Oh, dang, man. Best for um, last. I'm going to have to go with Utah State. I like that a That's lot. That's a good pick. Actually, Sanford's there now. Uh, someone... May have picked them already. Villanova. No, no, pick no, no one. Pick okay. Villanova. I'm no. defending Nova. national champions. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, last pick of the whole. Uh, Anybody say Wisconsin? No one. Don't. Uh, pick I'm gonna take, take them. Don't. I'm gonna take Florida. Go mm. Gators, baby. Thank you for. <laughs> I think Florida they're done. So, the final draft results: Tory gets Duke, Tennessee, Kansas, Houston, and Belmont. John gets Michigan, Kansas State, Northern Kentucky, Oregon, and Nevada. Harrison gets Gonzaga, Florida State, LSU, Purdue, and Syracuse. Caden with Kentucky, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, Liberty, Utah State. That's a heck of a yeah. squad. Uh, Virginia, uh, Matthew gets Virginia, Michigan State, Auburn, Marquette, Villanova. And Ryan gets UNC, Iowa State, Virginia Tech, Buffalo, and the Florida Gators. Thank you all for playing, and we will update you all throughout the whole March Madness tournament. Um, so coming up, we're going to get maybe a Ryan Rant and some KHSAA uh, updates. Um, so thank you for listening to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. We'll be right back. Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the Red Zone right here on Revolution 91.7. Uh, Welcome back to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. Uh, we're currently trying to find the NIT bracket. We're not getting the watch live right here. So uh, if anyone would get maybe uh, tweet that in, if you can – Find the NIT bracket. We'd love to update you on whether Western made or not. We don't think they did. But um, we have been seeing teams, when I've been searching WKU NIT on the Google News, there are teams posting that they have gotten in. And when you search WKU, we're not getting any results, which is why we think they're not in. But if you can clarify, that would be fantastic. Well, I, uh, and I saw Arkansas made it. So there you go. <laughs> I would like to know how many teams that Western beat got in postseason tournaments and Western doesn't. That That's going to be – that's going to be uh, interesting to tell. I mean, WKU beat a top 16 seed in uh, – well, top – I'm sorry, top 20 seed in Wisconsin. So, I mean, there's that. Uh, Ryan, you got any rants for us? Well, I think we're going to have Caden start us off with the uh, the high school championship. Right, Caden, you want to give us out some uh, high school updates? All right, all right. So, for the boys, Trinity from Louisville beat Scott County 50-40. Uh, to 40. Uh, You know, this might be Scott County's head coach uh, – you know, it might be his last game. We don't know if he's going to retire or not. But, hey, I mean, what a way to go out <laughs> if it's your last game. 
to me, you know, Scott County, they're always the team that's just there but always loses in the end. So it makes me feel good because I'm, I'm from Lexington, and we do not like Scott County at all. So it makes me feel good at the end. And for the girls, uh, Ryle beat South, Southwestern 63-48. to 48. And Scott County, by the way, is where Jake Omer's from. Shout out to Jake. No, he is from Scott, not Scott County. You there's tried. a difference. There's, a, there's no difference. That's there the is same no team. There's there's really a difference. The same team. There's a Scott them. High School and a Scott County High School. Uh, right, so I, I, I do have an update. Um, Western Kentucky did not make the NIT. Um, I didn't think so. I saw Tolu in, the, in, in Preston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. He was in there. All right. Uh, the UNC Greensboro got number one seed. Um, so did Indiana. Who we got? Who we playing? Indiana will take on uh, their number two seed is Clemson, then Furman, Providence, Arkansas is a five, Wichita State, Wright State, and St. Francis. I'm sorry. St. Francis. How does St. How does St. Francis get in over Western uh, Kentucky? Here's the thing. I was St. telling Francis. Matthew earlier. If you're a lot of the lower conferences, you win your regular season and you miss and you lose your conference championship, your your tournament, you automatically get into the NIT. Well, I guess that applies for Norfolk State and yeah, St. Houston and probably St. Francis and all that kind of stuff. Well, all Chicago is in the NIT. Maybe they can make a Cinderella run. So no NIT bid for Western Kentucky. Guys, overall, that's really disappointing for a team that we thought for sure would, would go to the NCAA tournament, maybe even win a couple games. Yeah, I, I remember I specifically sure we were talking, are we going to go to, the, is there a Final Four possibility? We were legitimately yeah. talking about that back in the fall. I remember when people were saying, like, this team is going to go all the way. That did, definitely did not happen. Who in their right mind said that? Well, I mean, like, I was never saying, like, oh, yeah, WK Final Four all the Final way. Four, no, but we, we said, said that. We thought like, there was a sleeper chance. pick. They, yes. they, were, they were, like, coming in, we thought, you know, they could be a like know, the Buffalo, Chicago or a Buffalo or someone like that. But, man. We're talking about an at-large. Yeah, maybe even at-large. But that that went out the window really quickly and with – uh, last never uh, last never in my wildest dreams would I think that this Western Kentucky team would it not at least make the NIT tournament. That, that's really true. I mean, looking at some of these teams, I think that, you know, they probably had, had a shot. I mean, the WKU is a 20-win team, so it is what it is. Ron, you want to rant about that or you want to rant about something else? I'm going to rant. Uh, we're going to have some NFL news. And oh. So OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. from the New York Giants got traded to the Cleveland Browns for some salt and pepper and <laughs> Jabril Preppers. Uh, so I, I actually don't think this is a bad trade for New York, and I'll tell you why. So OBJ I think is um, not a great locker room guy. I think he, he brings too much – drama to the team and um i think there'll be too many mouths to feed in cleveland with him jarvis landry uh kareem hunt now there nick chubb all of them and uh, i don't think it'll be as good of a fit for cleveland as everybody thinks and also think uh new york didn't get that bad uh in return they got the 17th pick which is the first round and a third round pick and then you replace your safety that you lost in free agency so i don't think i think people are making this out to be worse for the giants the only bad thing for the Giants is that they can't let go of Eli Manning. They're still holding on to those two championships that he won them years ago, and they won't they won't let him go like they should have last year. Caden, you're a Giants fan. Why don't you weigh on in this for a second? Yes, this is about to be Caden's rant. So, <laughs> um, I do not agree with what Ryan just said at all. Odell Beckham Jr. is a once-in-a-generational uh, lifetime player. Yeah, he is not a uh, locker room problem because all the players love him. It's just the coaches and front office had a problem with him. So, really, that's not a thing at all. We also signed, I really don't know how to say his name. It's like Antoine Bethea or something like that. I don't know, but I was going to say they signed Golden Tate in like yes. four years, $50 million. I'm like, what's the point? In, and I actually now agree you have, with Ryan. Now you have two number two wide receivers. You have Sterling Shepard, who's a number two guy, and Golden Tate. You have no number one. I'm not signing. I Four years of Golden Tate, who's at the tail end of his career, essentially. Like That's just not a trade-off for Odell. But also, a look at this. The top wide receivers of all time, they pretty much don't win Super Bowls. Besides Jerry Ross, and I think Terrell Owens might have won one, the top wide receivers of all time, like Randy Moss never won a, a, a Super Bowl. Antonio Brown has yet to do anything really for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Matthew. I don't think wide receivers are necessarily the key to success. And I mean, you need good ones, but, I mean, overall, I think 
the Giants. I think they can win without him. I, I, but personally, I thought that was kind of You just got to have somebody better than Eli Manning throwing the ball. You are absolutely correct. This is probably his – and Caden and I were talking about this earlier. This could be Eli Manning's last season, too. It should, be, it should have been two years ago yeah. for the Giants. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a break. Our final break, when we come back, uh, we're going to recap uh, overall the Conference USA uh, tournament with uh, with John and Matthew. And uh, every guy, everybody's going to pick a outrageous um, upset that they think is going to happen in the NCAA tournament. Uh, you're listening to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. Are we back? Oh, we are having extremely bad technical difficulties. I don't um, Something's going crazy right now. Um, anyway, we're going to recap uh, this weekend uh, in the College USA tournament with this music on in the background. Uh, John, overall, what's the thing real quick? Get my headset ready. Oh, boy. <laughs> Leroy's logo's going on. Yeah. Um, this, this honestly, this music pretty much sums up how crazy the Frisco tournament was. There was so much going on, a lot of uh, ups and downs for WKU, whether it be men or the women. Um, still a lot to look forward to going into next season. There's a lot coming back to both the men and the women. I don't think the women are losing a single starter, but the men, um, the chance of losing Charles Bass is obviously kind of an issue. There we go. That is the end of Leroy's logos. So, sorry Thank about God. those technical technical difficulties. It's it was frozen everything, for a Everything we just so freaked, right. freaked out in here. We are so sorry, but everything just freaked out. Yeah, we're okay. That was, out of our, okay. that was out of our control. Anyway, uh, that was interesting. Anyway, I'll continue what I was saying. The, the men have a lot coming back, whether they're, they're losing Monte Bearden, and uh, they could end up losing Charles Bassey yeah, as 61% well. 61% of our polls says they think Bassey's going to leave. And honestly, I, right now, I'm in disagreement with that. Um, I mean, maybe I'm in, I'm in the minority, obviously, but I think he'll end up coming back in the long run and whenever he tests the waters. Um, and the women on the other side as well. The women, as far as I know, I remember Greg Collins saying in his final press conference, I don't think they're losing a single player, not whether starters or bench. I think they're bringing back everybody next year. So we should see the Lady Tops and hopefully the men's team build upon this year going into the next. Yeah, they have a lot to learn. Um experiences the best teacher in well that's any two sport. straight conference USA i mean you losses. think they would learn from last year but they can take away more of what they did in this year's conf- conference championship than they did john is ma- john is making me laugh man that the music the music the leroy uh, Leroy Logos music. Trying to be serious, talking over the Leroy's Logos music is <laughs> that, impossible. I can't that remember the, la- the last time we played that was, was definitely like laugh. last semester or something Shout like that. Shout out Leroy Clemola this year. That was one of the <laughs> harder the things. That, and like I saw Harrison just like almost lose his ever living mind over there. That was literally that, like I, it's. I, it's okay now. We're good. We're good. Right, Let's we're, just focus we got, on that. We got, we got, we got, we got to pick up, pick some upsets. All right, everybody, pick one upset that you think is for sure going to happen, or, or maybe not for sure. What do you think is going to happen? I think Utah State beats North Carolina in the second round. What you got? Oh, I'm taking NKU over Texas Tech. Obviously. I knew you were going to do Obviously. that. Obviously, I say the Ducks beat the Badgers. That's not that bad of an upset. Well, then I'll go. Uh, come back to me. Okay. Harrison. Uh, did anybody say Belmont was going to beat Maryland? No. No. Okay. Like I'll that. take. I'll do that one. I'm going to say uh, Florida makes it to the Elite Eight. Florida to the Elite Eight. In case. I love Ryan right now. Um, Thank you for saying that. I'm going Auburn to the Elite Eight. Auburn to the Elite Eight. All things are possible. And Matthew, I'll say Northeastern beats Kansas. I saw uh, Jay Billis say that Northeastern is a tough team and that uh, Kansas doesn't necessarily have a walk in the park. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening and thank you for following us uh, as we were uh, down at the um, Conference USA Tournament. Thank you to John for his coverage down there. And um, thank you all for listening throughout this basketball season. We'll be back next week at, uh, again, 7 o'clock on Revolution 91.7. Overall, this point into this point basketball season, but there's always next year. And we have March to look forward to. So uh, thank you all for listening. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on now Instagram. We have an Instagram, WK Red Zone. And, uh, guys, thank you all for listening. And, as always, go Tops. Go Tops.